Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. And away we go. It is an AP special and a very special edition on the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network. The editor-in-chief of ArrowheadPride.com, Pete Sweeney, here with my deputy editor, John Dixon, my brand spanking new lead analyst, Ron Kopp. And it is NFL schedule release night. We are recording right now. It's about 7.07 p.m. and counting. We'll get to the boys in just a second. But if you're listening and want to know the NFL schedule, schedule for your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going to go through it quickly and then we'll turn it over uh, to the boys. So week one, it's a matchup with the Cleveland Browns that is at 325 p.m. on CBS, September 19th, week two at Baltimore Ravens, Sunday night football, 720 p.m. on NBC. That's going to be a big one. September 26th, week three, L.A. Chargers, the first division game. That is a noon kick on CBS. October 3rd, Andy Reid, week four, back to the Philadelphia Eagles. That's a noon kick on CBS. Week five, October 10th, the Buffalo Bills, the Chiefs, uh, for the second time in four weeks, are back on Sunday Night Football. That's on NBC, week five against the Bills. Week six, October 17th, the Washington football team, noon on CBS. Week 7, October 24th at the Tennessee Titans, noon on CBS. Back to prime time for week 8, November 1st. New York Giants come into Arrowhead Stadium, 7.15 p.m. Monday night football on ESPN. Week 9, November 7th, the Green Bay Packers, 3.25 p.m. on Fox. So NFL is going to be watching that carefully to see if we get that Mahomes-Rogers matchup. Week 10, November 14th, the Las Vegas Raiders, Sunday night football in Vegas. That is going to be a hot-ticketed trip uh, for a lot of Chiefs fans, 7.20 p.m. on NBC. Week 11, November 21st, it's the Dallas Cowboys, 3.25 p.m. That is on Fox. Week 12, it's the bye week, also Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to my staff members and myself who get to enjoy a nice holiday there. We pick back up for week 13, December 5th. It's the Denver Broncos at noon on CBS. It's the first matchup with the Denver Broncos all year coming on week 13. Week 14, December 12th, Las Vegas Raiders again. That's the second time in four games, noon on CBS. Uh, December 16th, it's a short week. You go from AFC West division game to an AFC West division game, the LA Chargers on Thursday Night Football. That's the fifth and final primetime game scheduled for your Kansas City Chiefs, 720 on NFL Network and Amazon, Sign of the Times. Week 16, December 26th, Pittsburgh Steelers, 325 p.m. on CBS. Week 17, January 2nd, it's the Cincinnati Bengals at noon on CBS. And then finally, the first ever Week 18 game of the regular season is the Denver Broncos right now, scheduled for January 9th at 325 p.m. We will talk about it. They are coming up with a super flex type of week 18 where you can play on Saturday or Sunday. So of all the games, that is really the most likely to be flex either down or up. So just the opponent really locked in for that week 18 game. Let's go first to your general reactions. John, I'll start with you. What jumps out about this schedule? Well, the first thing that I noticed was uh, the first five games of the schedule. You got the Browns, you got the Ravens, you got the Chargers, and you got the Bills in four of those first five games. 
And those are likely to be some tough teams for the Chiefs to face this year. Obviously, the Browns, uh, they faced in the playoffs last year. I think the Chargers are going to be tough this year with Justin Herbert. As long as he doesn't have a sophomore slump, the Chargers should be pretty dangerous. Of course, the Ravens are the Ravens. They're going to give us a tough game, even though we've beaten them every time since Lamar Jackson has been there. Um, I think they're going to give us a tough game in week two. And then, of course, the Bills in week five. Uh, That's a lot of heavy competition right in the first five weeks of the season. If the Chiefs get through there with, you know, just one or two losses, they'll be in good shape. But if they get out of there through with five and oh, man, the sailing is pretty clear the rest of the way. Right. And the Chiefs have just won so much these past few years. You almost expect them to go four and one or five and oh in that first yep. stretch. But if you really look at it, if you can get out of that first five games, and the Eagles is really the the one where you think, okay, that should definitely be a win. But if you can get out of there three and two and you're looking at the rest of the schedule, I think you gotta feel pretty good about the Chiefs being better than really the rest of the teams in a sense along the schedule. I know that they'll face the division games and you always got a question of division games, but that really is, I think, Ron, your stretch of death, the the beginning of the season. Yeah, but I do think it's an advantage for the Chiefs to have the the big contenders in the AFC at the beginning of the year because we've seen Andy Reid is so successful at the beginning of the year. Uh, September, Mahomes hasn't lost a game in September since he's taken over as a starter. I think that gives the Chiefs an advantage over some of these AFC contenders like the Browns or the Chargers who are good teams but may need a, a few weeks in the season, you know, maybe a few months to kind of get into the rhythm and become the best team they can be. Even a team like the Ravens, who I think, uh, you know, finished strong last year. Um, so I, I could see that happening, uh, you know, the, being a huge advantage for the Chiefs. But my main takeaway is it's kind of the opposite because it's so heavy loaded, uh, front loaded uh, at the front. But after the bye week, it's the Broncos, Raiders. I know the Chargers, like we said, are a good team. I'm not super high on the Steelers this year. I think they're going to be a team that really bottoms out this year. And then the Bengals and Broncos, I think that's a really nice stretch for the Chiefs to kind of finish off the season going into the postseason. You're not going to have a ton of competition. I know the Chargers are going to be a, a definitely a good team, I think, in the AFC playoff race this year. But, man, I, that last that last six-game stretch just after the bye week, that that's a pretty good stretch for the Chiefs to kind of just coast and – and, and play their football and just kind of go into the postseason feeling good about themselves. Yeah, and while the beginning of the season is a challenge when it comes to teams, I thought it was really interesting. I don't know if it's been Andy Reid with 20 years of seniority or something, but it always had seemed like the Chiefs just got to spend December and the end of the season at home. And I think finally... We are seeing a different end of the year stretch for the Chiefs. Now, there are 17 games, so they got to fit them in where they can. But if you look at the last four games, it's the Chargers away. You come back home against the Steelers, and your last two games are on the road in Cincinnati and Denver. Now, you talk about Cincinnati and Denver. Those are two teams with question marks along them. So who knows at that point how much these games even matter. But let's say Cincinnati is fighting for a playoff spot. Let's say Denver does take a step forward. Maybe they have Aaron Rodgers. Maybe Teddy Bridgewater is better than we thought. Those places are going to be tough places to play because of, I think, how starved A, these fan bases are going to be to just simply get back in the building, but I think get back into the playoffs. 
want to turn our attention to the primetime games on this schedule. The Chiefs have three Sunday night football games. They have the one Monday night football game and then the Thursday nighter against the Chargers coming off uh, a game against the Raiders, which that's that's tough to go from one division game to another. But let's start with that week two game against the Baltimore Ravens. John, I think the NFL as a whole is going to be locked into this game. And I think it's going to be another scenario where Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens are going to say, we need to get over this hump. If this season is going to be anything, we're going to have to beat the Chiefs on national television. And you know, the whole NFL watching world is going to be locked into this one. Yeah, well, and that's going to be true for a number of these games this year, but the Ravens will certainly be the first one, if not the second one, <laughs> after the Browns game. Right. But yeah, you got to figure the Ravens are going to be totally amped up for this game uh, to because they need to get over that hump with the Chiefs in order to really be a contender uh, in the AFC. And you know who else is going to be amped up? Orlando Brown Jr., uh, I think he's going to be he's going to be ready to fly in that game after getting his uh, his teeth cut the week before against the Browns. Um, I expect that guy to be totally amped up for this game. Um, you know he loves his old teammates, but uh, don't tell me that it doesn't matter. Even if you're on if you leave on good terms uh, in a trade, that uh, you're not going to be motivated to play extremely well when you face them. Yeah, it seems like Orlando Brown is smart enough not to say that at a press conference, but they essentially sure. told him that Stanley is going to play left tackle and he's not going to play that for the Baltimore Ravens. And so there's going to be a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. I'm excited to see how he does in that game. So you get the Ravens on Sunday Night Football. You have the Chargers and the Eagles. I know that it's been a while now that Andy Reid has not been a member of the Philadelphia Eagles organization, but I think going back to Philadelphia is always going to be emotional. So you have... Uh, the Browns, which is going to be a tough game. Ravens on Sunday Night Football. Uh, Chargers, we talked about. Uh, the Eagles, probably going to be an emotional roller coaster. And that leads right into the Buffalo Bills. This, I think, really, when you talk about the AFC Conference, is the biggest game of the year. It comes at you October 10th. Again, Sunday Night Football, you get the surround. I think it's just another game a couple weeks after that Ravens game, Ron, that everybody's going to be watching. Well, first of all, one thing on the Ravens game, I will say Sammy Watkins, too. <clears throat> he has that same revenge yep. factor as well on the Ravens coming back against his former team. But, yeah, this Bills game, I think the one thing the Chiefs kind of got uh, lucky with a little bit is last year they had to visit Buffalo. And, you know, Buffalo is a raucous environment. It's just like Arrowhead. And COVID-19 kind of prevented uh, Buffalo from being the ruckus environment. It could have been on that Thursday night when they did visit there. I guess it was a Monday night after they rescheduled it. Uh, but now Buffalo gets to come back again to Arrowhead, you know, just that, as they had to in the AFC Championship. So, I think the Chiefs kind of lucked out there being able to, to be, have the home game against Buffalo. Like you said, the, probably the second, I would say the second contender in the AFC behind the Chiefs. And I think that's just going to be a fun game. I think Josh Allen is a good enough quarterback where I don't think he's going to take too much of a regression. You know, he's not going to be maybe as great as he was last year, but he's going to be willing them to, you know, a top, one of the top seeds in the playoffs. So that game is going to mean a lot. And that Sunday night, you know, uh, Arrowhead kind of packed. It's the first, yeah, it's the first uh, home Arrowhead game, uh, um, uh, home primetime game at Arrowhead for the season. So it'll be kind of nice to get a full stadium back under the lights again. And uh, Buffalo is going to have to pay for it a little bit. Right. And uh, we went and talked about those first five games. And I think I just keep coming back to them because you have the Cleveland Browns and the Baltimore Ravens and the Buffalo Bills. And you even lump the Chargers in. And I know the Chiefs will see the Chargers again later in the season. But these might be different teams once you get to the playoffs because the Chiefs are going to play 
one of these teams that they're not going to see again in the Browns, Ravens, or Bills, it's likely they're going to play them in the playoffs. And I think we saw that early in the year last year with the Buffalo Bills. I, I think by the time you got to that playoff matchup, everyone had really forgotten what had happened earlier in the season. They almost looked at it as a different matchup, and, and, and rightly so. But in a different type of game, the Chiefs were still able to dominate just like they did against Buffalo earlier in the season. Again, it was more running during the regular season and, and really a complete attack uh, in the playoffs. Moving on to the next primetime game, uh, the New York Giants at home Monday night football. I think that's a little bit of a weird opponent. If you were telling me that the NFC East was going to be a primetime game against the Chiefs, I would have bet that it would have been the Dallas Cowboys, but I guess the Cowboys can have you know, only so many primetime games. This really feels like, and again, I mean, we are in mid-May, but this seems like a grand mismatch to have on Monday Night Football where I, I think the Chiefs are just so far ahead of the New York Giants that, like I said, I'm, I'm surprised that this was a primetime game. I don't think we have a ton to say about that. Uh, Las Vegas, though, a couple weeks later on November 14th, Sunday Night Football in Vegas, I was saying on 610 Sports Radio today when I was joining CDOT, I think this might be a 50-50 crowd for Kansas City. This is not Oakland anymore. This is a new style of black hole. I think people are going to be awfully excited to go to Sunday Night Football in Las Vegas to see the Kansas City Chiefs for the very first time. Do you guys agree? I, I do. Yeah. I mean, I think, as you put it earlier, it's going to be a hot ticket. And the Raiders have just announced that they've opened up this fancy bar that has bottle service at one of the end zones, it's going to be, it's enormous. It takes up the whole width of the, of the end zone, apparently. So, um, you know, they're trying to make that a destination there in Las Vegas. And of course, flights are generally cheap to get there. I think a lot of Chiefs fans are going to enjoy going there to see Raiders games. And I think you're right. It could be, it could be a lot of Chiefs fans in that crowd. Yeah. And on the other side, I mean, how many Raiders fans are in Vegas right now? I mean, we yeah. don't really know. I mean, they just moved there last year and they weren't able to have any fans at any time. I think they were completely uh, fanless the entire year. So, yeah, right. I mean, who, who knows? I mean, the Chiefs are one of those teams that you don't have to be from Kansas City to all of a sudden hop on the bandwagon to be a Mahomes fan. So just to the, your point, yeah, I could definitely see that being a lot 50-50 uh, crowd. Knowing the cities are closer together, I'm just trying to make some kind of comparison here. Like it's way less likely for St. Louis fans to go out to LA and go see and follow their team. I think there's going to be plenty of people from Oakland that are traveling back and forth for at least four to eight games that those hardcore Raiders fans to Vegas to make sure that they're seeing their team. I think you get some of that. I also want to point to uh, the Las Vegas Golden Knights and they just caught fire in, and it, and I just feel like if the NHL can work in a particular city where they jump on, you know, what is an expansion team. Now, granted, they won right away, and we don't know how the Raiders are going to do. Their car is still their quarterback, but uh, eager to see how they, uh, the local people, more so than even the Oakland coming in and traveling, uh, really uh, adapt to the Raiders. Last primetime game that's scheduled now. Remember, the Chiefs can have a max of seven here. Right now, they're at five. There's a lot more flex scheduling that can go into this. They can actually even be flexed out of Monday Night Football. I, I go back to that week eight game. I'm not sure if it's too early. and I'm not, not clear on the exact rules of how early they can do it. But a lot of flexing, more flexing than ever before uh, this year in the NFL. But you look at week 14 and week 15. I think the Chiefs are a better team than the Las Vegas Raiders, who they play on Sunday at home. Uh, against the Raiders at, at noon, and then they have the short week against the LA Chargers. That feels like one of those is going to be a loss because of just how close the games are together. And it's just crazy. 
I, I just think that that stretch, because it's two division games, is a is a big disadvantage because division games are hard enough and you're getting to late in the season. Don't forget, there's only that one bye week. I, I know we're locked in, and I think rightly so, on those first five games. I don't like that stretch where you have Denver Broncos, Vegas, short rest Chargers with, in my opinion, the Chargers being the best of those teams. That feels like a game the Chiefs might have to have because of how tight the AFC might be and you want to get that by. That's going to be a tough one to win coming off of the AFC West game just four days earlier, John. Yeah, I think so. And you always have a difficulty when you're dealing with a short schedule. You just can't get around that. And uh, in this particular case, I think it's going to be a tough go for the Chiefs. But, you know, they've done pretty well at dealing with these things. But, um, you know, it's always going to be a worry. Uh, no matter what your team is and what your situation is, that's always going to be something to worry about. I think the one good thing, though, Ron, is they have just the one Thursday night football game on the schedule. And once it's over, it's it's over. And sometimes you get two, and that, that could be a, a big disadvantage. So just the one, even though it is against a division game. Yeah, and you'd like to see it a little earlier in the season, I think. If you're a player, like, wouldn't you rather have the Thursday night game kind of get out of the way earlier in the year, not have to play two games back-to-back when you're already kind of hurting down the stretch of the year? Um, but I will say, you know, you, we do keep saying, you know, division games are tough. And you're right. You know, that's 100 percent true. But the, the Chiefs have also dominated this division in recent yep. years. You know, they, they know these teams. So I almost I tend to, to lean on. I, I look at it that way where I'm, I, I look at the bottom, the last stretch of the season and I'm saying, oh, there's four of the last six or AFC West teams. The Chiefs are familiar with those teams. You know, they, they know how to play against those teams. All those, I guess the Chargers have a new coaching staff, so you know you don't know what you're getting from there from them. And like you said, on a short week, especially traveling on a short week, uh, you know, going from Arrowhead to LA, kind of going all the way to West Coast, losing two hours of, of sleep or uh, you know a clock, obviously. Um, yeah, I could I could definitely see that messing with the Chiefs. We said that they have the Week 12 bye. What happens when they have the Thursday night football game in the league is Andy Reid gives them a few days uh, to, and doesn't really have them back in the building until Sunday, Monday. So you get a mini bye before the end, and you do have that final stretch of Steelers, Bengals, and Broncos. So the, the one benefit of having that short week is you do get what is a little bit of a rest and who knows? I mean, we'll see if the Bengals can take a step forward. If the Broncos can get back in the mix, if the Steelers don't fall off, who knows how tough by the end of the year that that schedule is. And you may need those games again in the AFC six, six AFC games to close the year. A lot of times these conferences, if you're tied, will come down to the the conference record. And so the chiefs may need those games, even though uh, maybe they're playing inferior opponents. All right, want to go around the room and ask you, what is the one game that catches your eye? John, we'll start with you first. Which game catches your eye? And you can't say the same game. So, Ron, I'm sorry if John picks your game. Pick another game, and I will do the same. So, (laughs) the game that catches your eye, John. Well, uh, I think it's got to be the Packers game because there's so much uncertainty about it. I mean, I think this was clearly going to be a primetime game uh, until the controversy over... Uh, Aaron Rodgers brewed up right before the draft. And I think that's why it's set up as a late afternoon game on November 7th, because they'll have the opportunity to flex it if he's still there, because it's going to be one of the biggest games of the year. I mean, everybody said so. Right. As soon as the the uh, 17 game schedule was announced, which created this game on the schedule, everybody said, oh, my God, this is going to be a great game. And, um, you know, they're going to want that in prime time. But they didn't want to commit to that. Uh, if there was any question about Aaron Rodgers playing for the Packers. So that's the one that uh, that 
has the most intrigue for me. And of course, if Rodgers is still there, which I think is probably what's going to happen, it's going to be a great game. Right. Alternatively, and just to point off that before we throw it to Ron, if he goes to the Denver Broncos, you might be looking at a big time Mahomes Rogers matchup week 18. And I think that was left as this big super flex thing for a reason. Imagine that uh, to close the year week 18 Rogers Mahomes, their second game of the year. We'll see. I I know we're all probably hoping that Rogers does not go to the Denver Broncos. Ron, the, the game to catch your eye. So uh, one of the, one of the first five games is probably the right answer here, just because we've talked about how they're, they're stacked. They're playing a lot of AFC contenders. Those are going to be good games. But I'll kind of go outside the box here. Week 11 at home against the Dallas Cowboys. I'm always a fan of kind of playing NFC teams you don't see, you know, every year. Obviously, it's every uh, four years you see them. And the Cowboys are kind of one of those big franchises that it's kind of fun to play them. You know, big the fans come in. It's a, it's a huge ordeal. And also, I just have, you know, these memories of, of, good, cow, of good Cowboys Chiefs games in Arrowhead. Uh, uh, Andy Reid's home opener 2013 was against the Cowboys. That was a fun game. If you remember uh, way back when, I think it was 08 or 09, I think it was Todd Haley's first year. It was an overtime game. Cowboys came in here, beat us in overtime. Miles Austin had the game of his career. Um, so that just I, that's just standing out to me in my mind. And I will also say I am going to be on the Cowboys bandwagon a little bit this year. I think quarterback <laughs> play is so important. And I really do think Dak Prescott is going to come back and, and be one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL like he was playing like. Uh, statistically for or the uh, before he got hurt last year and then even before that as well. So I think the Cowboys could be a sneaky NFC contender. And that could honestly, by week 11, maybe the Cowboys have a pretty good record where we're calling that a Super Bowl preview. Yeah, the last time the Chiefs played the Cowboys, they ended up losing. That's when we saw the Hill Mary, if you can remember that. Uh, Tyree Kill beating Anthony Hitchens to score a touchdown before the end of the half, but it, it did not work out for the Chiefs. They ended up losing that football game. I also think, and this is part of the human part of sports, that Thanksgiving buy is a bigger deal than you might might think because these guys who don't live in the area can go home. They could really relax. They could go spend time with family and the emotional boost that can come from that. You know, a lot of these times uh, you have to do Thanksgiving with just the boys or whatever. Uh, You get a real boost, I think, from being able to spend a holiday with family. And uh, it's just something that we probably don't think about enough. My game to watch, I'm going to go back to the pool we've been talking about the whole time, probably sound like a broken record, but I think a lot of people will look at the Browns game and it's going to be another Mahomes Mayfield game. We'll be talking about the division game and Henny and the college matchup again. I think a lot of people talk about Ravens and and Chiefs and look at Lamar Jackson and Mahomes, and they'll be sleeping on week three. That little game that's going to be happening at noon on CBS for whatever reason between Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes, and I think that's going to be a show stealer. I think the NFL is going to regret not paying more attention to that game, and that might be the best quarterback matchup that comes of those first three weeks, kind of by surprise, and that is my game that I'm, I'm eyeing early. Final thing I want to do before we close down the podcast, there are three of us, right? Which means we can't tie on these games, this early prediction of win or loss. So let's, let's pick a record for these Chiefs. Let's go through the, each of the games and say whether we think they're going to win or lose. Speed round. If you have something to say quickly, you can say it. If not, just tell us what you think. September 12th, Cleveland Browns, win or, win or loss, John? Um, I, I think the Chiefs will win this one. Ron? Win, for sure. All right. All right. That's a, that's a W to start. Baltimore Ravens. 
John. Um, yeah, I think they continue the streak. Ron. Yeah, I say win it has to, it has to be. They we just own the Ravens. I gotta say it. Okay. Uh, we come home for the L.A. Chargers at noon. Ron, you can start here. I'll go win here, too. I, it's just a division September, like I kind of said earlier. It's got to be a win. Okay, John. Uh, this one worries me. Okay. I'll, I'll say I'll say an L here. An L at home you're giving mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Well, I you think, know, it's it's an unknown. And they played as close last year I think it. I think Herbert's it's, first game. Yeah, I think it's going to be a closer game than it'll be given credit for. I'm going to, spoiler alert, I'm probably going to give the Chargers the win later, so I'm going to call this a W. (laughs) Uh, Okay, let's go to October 3rd. Ron, we'll stay with you at Philadelphia, win or loss. Win, I think Philly might be one of the worst teams in the NFL this year. John? Win. Yeah, Yeah, I think that's that's a unanimous one. Uh, All right, we got to week five. Buffalo Bills on Sunday Night Football. You welcome them into Arrowhead Stadium. John, we'll go back to you. I think we get a win here. Ron? I'm going loss. I think Bills get their revenge. I think, uh, you know, all that factored into AFC Championship last year. I think that's one of those things. We always see the Chiefs drop one of these October home games. They probably shouldn't. Uh, Colts in 2019 comes to mind, but so I'm going to say loss. But we're yeah, still but four and it's one. Always, four. It's yeah. always against an inferior team, though. And that's the thing True. that sticks out to me. It feels like it's a team. I know what you mean. That there always is this random loss, but you know, might come against one of those second-tier teams in the AFC. I think they'll be up for this game, and the Bills just haven't shown me enough yet. Maybe their front seven is a little bit better, but I'm not going to just buy into rookies because they drafted them. I'm going to give them the win there, uh, but I do like the point about random losses for the Chiefs in October. So, well, And that's why I picked the Chargers in that third game because right. that looks like a random loss to me. All right, so we've gotten through five weeks. We haven't been unanimous, but we're 5-0 and at this point. Let's go to October 17th, the WFT. Now you're visiting Washington at noon. Uh, John, we'll go to you. I think the Chiefs take this one. Yeah. Uh, Ron? Same here. Win in the books. That, to me, one is a pretty obvious one. October 24th, you're going down to Tennessee, uh, a noon game. Ron, we'll go to you. Win for sure. I think the Titans drop off this year. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't have the Titans as a playoff team this year. I'm going to keep it win. Uh, So now you get a little bit more time to prep. New York Giants coming in on Monday Night Football. John, we'll go to you. I think the Chiefs win this one. I agree. Yeah, I think we already said that. They should have that one handedly. All right, the Packers. This is going to be a tough one. You're hosting the Packers. I think if there's any quarterback in the league that could give Patrick Mahomes a run for his money, now assuming they're has protection for Patrick Mahomes. We're not talking about a Super Bowl situation. Uh, I think it's Aaron Rodgers on, on that even playing field. So this is a very interesting game to me, and I, I'm wondering how you guys will pick with, with the uncertainty. Ron, we'll go to you. Packers, uh, week nine. I'll say win just because Rodgers got us in 2019 when Mahomes wasn't playing, obviously. But, hey, Matt Moore almost almost made that a game <laughs> and, almost, and almost brought them back. So uh, I'm going to say with Mahomes in there, I think he takes it. Yeah, I'm going to go with Mahomes on this one too. But just you know, it's a it's a toss up. That's a tough one. Yeah. Okay, I I don't have to vote here because you guys. I'm um, only one vote. Even though I'd like more votes, but I don't have it. Our week ten uh, at Las Vegas Raiders. This place should be rocking. I've already said I I believe it's going to be kind of a neutral crowd. Uh, John, we'll go to you. Um, I think the Chiefs will take this one. Okay, Ron. I will say loss. I will say lost because the Raiders, <laughs> the Raiders know us. Apparently they've played us really well over these, over the last couple of games. We've seen them 
Packers are going to be a big win, you know, coming off that. Maybe there's just a little bit of a letdown. Yeah, I think it's probably a tougher game to predict, but I just don't believe in what Mike Mayock and John Gruden are doing. I think last yeah. year was this grand outlier. I think uh, they are going to suddenly and finally be on the hot seat. I know that John Gruden sound, found this 10-year deal, but I, I can't. I can't buy into the Raiders and predict them to win. I, I, and really against many teams, not just the Kansas City Chiefs. So I, I, want, I want to throw that out there because I know they were a division rival. All right, uh, week 11, we're now 10-0. and 0, So just rolling through it here. November 21st, Ron, you can start. You're a big Dallas Cowboys fan this year. So how do you think this game goes? I guess you can call me that, but I'll say, I'll say Chiefs win this one. Okay. Yeah, I will too. Yeah. All right, so that's another win. So they've entered the bye now. Through our consensus, 11 and 0. All right, so we get out of the bye. December 5th, your first game against the Denver Broncos. John, we'll go to you. Yeah, I think we need another random loss someplace. Um, I'm a little Andy Reid out of the bye. Andy yeah. Reid out of the bye. Yeah, that's right. So I don't think it can be this game. I'll have to go with the Chiefs here. Okay. Yeah, it'll have. To, it has to be a win, right? It has to be. Raiders again the next week at home, and this is where I think they will be tougher. I think that they will be – I'm going to say that this is the place where the Raiders win again. And and they won't shut up about it for another year, about how they beat us at home. Ron? I'll say that the Chiefs win, but I definitely see John's point. I think the whole going – the buses around the stadium last year, how right. they were fun of that so much. <laughs> I think they will definitely have that in the back of their heads when they come into Arrowhead. I can't, I can't pick the Raiders against the Chiefs. I, I, I go back to Patrick Mahomes. I, I know that they did, were able to do it last year, but I just, I can't pick Derek Carr against Mahomes. I know that, I know what happened already, but I, I can't do it. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to start with December 16th, and I think they'll lose against the Chargers on the short week. Chargers are just too good. I like their offseason. I like Justin Herbert. Uh, he'll now, in a sense, be a second-year quarterback entering this game because of all the experience he'll he'll have through the year. I, I think that's always something to remember when you get towards the second half of the year. That year starts to toll a little bit, and I think he'll have that experience. And you, it's they're welcoming the, the Chiefs in their building, and they're playing at home. And so I think this is where the Chiefs have their first loss. I think this is the Chargers like Super Bowl right here. I think they'll be looking forward to this game the entire year, you know, hope or not hopefully, but they'll probably be in that zone where they are a playoff team and they need this kind of win um, late in the season to kind of get them going for the, for the rest of the, the season, the playoff push. So I will say the Chiefs lose this one as well. All right. So, John, yeah. you don't need to vote. Do you agree with that anyway? Just just, just check it yeah, in. Yeah. I mean, I think the Chargers are going to be amped for it, but I already picked them to win. And I'm not going to pick two Chargers wins against the Chiefs this year. So, I got to go with the Chargers here. So, that's our first loss on the books because it's a 2 1 uh, in favor of the loss. Right. So, the Chiefs end up getting to, if our voting holds true, that would have been 13 and 0. So, they would drop to 13 and 1 with the three games to play. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers, 325 p.m. Ron, we'll go back to you. That is a win for the Chiefs. Yeah, I'll, I'll go along with that. No disagreement here. John, now to you, the Cincinnati Bengals, you're visiting them now. Uh, the Chiefs are, again, 14-1 and one at this point. What do you think happens? Uh, I think at this point, the Chiefs will have clinched the AFC West and maybe, uh, maybe a bye, um, the only bye, so I think these last two games are, are games the Chiefs could lose, especially the last game. Um, so I'll say they'll beat the Bengals. Okay. Uh, but I'll give you a preview of week 18. I think they lose to the Broncos. Okay. Ron? 
Yeah, I think they'll they beat the Bengals. I, I think the Bengals are are an up and coming team, but not there quite yet. Yeah, and I don't think they're going to play the starters in Week 18, and that was dismal last year. And so I right. I, I think I agree with that uh, as well. I really think the Chiefs are going to be the best team in the AFC. I just think there's such a gap between them and the Bills and, and then everybody else after that. And so there we go. It's a, a 17-game regular season. Uh, first ever, the Chiefs will go 15-2. and two. That is our, our rapid run uh, through the NFL schedule. Ron, you won't be having us voting. You'll have an article on this toward the end of the week, correct? Yeah, and I can't promise that my predictions here will stay the same. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to think about it a little more, see if I want to change it up at all. But uh, no, actually, I feel good about what I predicted. So it might be a complete carbon copy. All right. Well, look, we threw out some opinions. And I, I think this has been a good first reaction to the schedule. Of course, we have months to break it down. Uh, thank you to John Dixon, our deputy editor at Arrowhead Pride. Thank you to our lead analyst, Ron Kopp, for his takes on the schedule. You can catch more breakdowns of the schedule, more breakdowns of the Chiefs offseason's coverage of rookie minicamp this weekend on arrowheadpride.com. Thank you for joining us for the 2021 Chiefs schedule launch show.